Today, I'm joined in with Rachel and Randy of Anime Impulse, and it is my pleasure to just have them on the program to talk about Anime Impulse. So, Randy, Rachel, thank you so much. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. I, first of all, first of all, please tell us your origin story with Anime Impulse. Uh, Um... Randy, you go first. You were here uh, first, my guy. Sure. Um, so I joined the team in late 2016. Um, Anime Impulse has already done its first event in 2016 of January. I joined the team around September of that year. I joined us initially as like a an article writer, kind of like um you know online blogs. They do like you know short articles, blah blah. blah. So I started doing that as um my first thing here as an intern, and then through that. The next event was January, uh, which is like a couple of months after I joined. And um, from there, I've, you know, I did the rounds. I, I kind of did what I was supposed to do as an intern, just learn the ropes. So blah, 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 blah. Kind of be like the groundwork of it. Once you saw the potential in me, they're like, yo, do you, do you kind of want to do this? I'm like, okay, sure. Like, I have no previous experience with events or anything. I rarely go outside my house, you know, <laughs> kind of like that type of person. I never go to events. I don't go to any of this stuff. I'm just like, you know, I, I play games, I watch stuff, and I have fun with my friends here and there. But since then, I, I've pretty much, like, started from the ground up. I've worked photos, videos, media, um, graphics. Everything you see online is something that I've touched with Anime Impulse. So throughout that time, I had no experience prior anime impulse. So I had to learn everything on spot, kind of do it, learn as I go, kind of make our own aesthetic, our own feel, programming, stuff like that. And just our general vibe of like, kind of like a newer event. We're, we're not corporate. We're not, you know, anything. We're not small. We're not big, you know. So we're in that in-between of like, oh, can we kind of make it cooler? Can we might maybe make it a little bit more fun, more engaging? stuff like that so I was the proponent of that throughout the years and just learning as I go and creating all this stuff you know shaking up the industry a little bit you know graphics and videos for anime conventions so that's what I do now and here I am still doing it uh almost seven years later keeping it going and hopefully we can make some bigger moves in, in the upcoming years man a man of many hats look at you <laughs> yeah yeah, like uh, just a quick question: What was it like to just do all of that just on uh, over the years? It was a struggle initially. Um, learning that stuff is not easy. A lot of people go to school for stuff like that, like graphics, videos, and stuff like that. I went to YouTube University. Um, I put myself in the place, mud and yeah. you know, and grinded out like, oh, how do I do this effect? How do I do that? Can I do this graphic? Like, how do I do that? Like. So I've, I've always had that, that mindset of like, kind of like from gaming, you kind of jump into the game. You're like, oh, like, I don't know what to do. You start learning a little bit. You watch maybe some tutorials. You go to Game Facts. Yeah, you, you go to the Game Facts, <laughs> read the books. You're like, how do I beat this boss? You know, mm-hmm. so my boss was like Photoshop. And I'm like, like how am I yeah. going to use this? Like, I've never, I've never had the luxury of using Photoshop. I've always been like an MSP type of guy. Mm. You just copy paste something real quick. But Learning through that and grinding out like 10,000 hours. That's seriously like how people get good at stuff. For me, starting from ground zero to doing like branding and stuff for like different events and like different companies. And, you know, that's just how it goes. 10,000 hours put in my work and yeah, 
Wow, you are like the epitome of like the one punch man of like content oh, creation. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how many nights I've sit in the office, maybe from like 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. I think I did, did that for like three years straight. So it's a big grinder um, doing that stuff, especially when you don't really have like anyone to kind of guide you in some way. But, you know, it, it's here or there, you know. Sure, sure. A very humbling shonen protagonist backstory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was my training arc. <laughs> I was in the mountains. <laughs> and now we're, we're going to see you on a wanted poster. Rachel, how about <laughs> you? <laughs> no, I need him. Don't, don't, don't speak into existence, please. I need him. <laughs> He's a value. <laughs> Liability. No, no, no. Assets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how about you, Rachel? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, uh, I was someone who, you know, going through college, I was definitely like someone who just didn't know, like, what do I want to do in my life? Because society has made it. So it's like, hey, you're 18, figure out the rest of your life right now in school. And you're just like, yeah, that totally works. And so I was like, you know, going around different majors and stuff. Like I went from theater to to nursing. I think I tried world history at some point because I was like, yeah, I should be a teacher. And I was like, you know what? I'm not built for teaching. And so eventually I settled with, or I went with marketing. And the big question for me was how can I work in anime? Because, you know, it's it's like kind of like, you know, if you're doing accounting, it's like, okay, go to accounting and maybe you get picked up by H&R Block or something like that, you know, or you cook the books for this one major company or whatever. <laughs> but for anime, it's like, how do you, I, you look at it and you're just like, how do you even get in there? Like you look at someone in Crunchyroll, it's like, how did you get there? You know, it's not like they, I mean, actually, no, no, you do, they do have internships and stuff, you know, but, you know, back then when I was in college, it was just like, how, like, you know, you're looking at any entryway, you know, you see people like at conventions and, you know, it's like, oh yeah, so-and-so, it's so good to see you. It's just like, how did you, you're in this industry, you're in this industry, how did you like meet and how are you just frequently, or it's like, for me, what I would notice is I would go to a lot of like events around LA. So maybe there's like a pop-up in Little Tokyo or I'd go to AX and I'd somehow see like the exact same people like running around a staff or like they're boothing somewhere. I'm just like, how, like, how do you run this circuit, you know? And so at my school, they did require for intern um, bleh, for students to intern, and so I tried to look up like just whatever scraps I could find <laughs> of anything related to anime, and I eventually was able to actually find a manga publisher internship. And I kind of have a uh, interest in forte in writing, and so that kind of worked well with me. Um, you know, so that was like you know just something to add to my uh, resume. And then afterwards, I actually got an internship with Bang Zoom, which is a which is the recording company, bleh, recording studio for a lot of dubbed anime. So JoJo, Demon Slayer, uh, JoJo's was uh, what is it, Hunter Hunter, like a lot of top anime, they do that, and it was a very enlightening experience. You know, I even got to sit in some sessions and stuff of you know voice actors who you know like are. I can't say anything because of NDA, but you know, like if you see them, you're like, oh, sh you sat in for that. I'm like, yeah, and it was wild. And yeah, again, just very, a very good learning experience. And then afterwards, I somehow was able to find a listing for a company requesting for blog writers and internships and stuff. And it was for a company called Anime Impulse. And I was like, oh, I think I remember vaguely hearing about Anime Impulse because I used to follow Danny Chu, the, um, yeah, I think he was like a otaku culture 
blogger basically and he was kind of like the main like gateway to a lot of like like nerd stuff you know he'd post pictures of like just walking around like Akihabara or he'd um you know go to like this anime convention and he'd like um, be hanging out with like this top cosplayer so he was kind of like you know a center central point to like even just know what it's like to experience like Japanese culture in Japan and stuff and I remember being on his blog one time he's like oh yeah I'm gonna be an anime impulse and I'm just like who why is Danny Chu in Pomona you know I'm just like okay all right but that little did I know that the next year or so I'd be there what <laughs> year was like, that I think I Danny Chu came in uh, 2016 and 2017, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that makes, that actually adds up because I started my internship at in 2017, also in September. So I was literally a year after Randy. And, mm. you know, I interned there for blog writing, you know, similar to what he did. And again, much like Randy, I had, like, or anyone really who does events, like, I had no experience doing event work. It's just literally something you just do it. You know, there's no college course of like, here, here's how to run an event you have a VIP area? Do you have like, do you know how to file out like uh, health forms for sinks? Like, is do you know how to like make like walkways that are um, fire and safety approved or something, you know? Like, you don't learn that. You just, as you do it, you just like, you learn so many things as you actually do an event. And so that's what I become, you know, I learned and they like the way how I learned it and execute things. And they're like, you know what? You want to be part of the team? And I'm like, yes, because I do not have a job right now. <laughs> and I would love to see where this takes me because I feel this can actually help me get to where I want to be in industry. And it's interesting because I actually thought I would, you know, maybe use this as a stepping stone to go to like, you know, like Crunchyroll, Aniplex and whatnot. But it soon became apparent to me that, you know what? I like it here. This is where I fit best, you know? And so for me, my part in the company is basically figuring out like our programming, especially when it comes to voice actor guests to, um, as some people may have seen, like our shift towards VTubers, you know, like my thing is keeping an eye out on the horizon of what the trends are looking to and how we can complement that as an event you know so yeah no to piggyback off of that i i noticed that over the years it really has um focus on these popular trends like 2020 was about fire emblem uh, mm -hmm. three houses 2022 yes. was genshin impact yes. and 2023 at least for oc it was vtubers so it wasn't just uh 2023 this year it, it, you guys actually started last year uh, at OC, yeah, yeah. Started a full year of VTubers. Year, <laughs> full year that they started uh, with VTubers specifically with Niji Sanji Ian. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah, but he's right. Yeah. Uh, 2023 was very VTuber centric. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah, definitely yeah. like the headliners of each convention that we did. Um, right. Yeah. Our, yeah. We really um, cherish our partnership with Niji Sanji, and we love working with their team. Mm, so, was it like working with Niji Sanji? Those are the homies. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's all I can really say because like um when I work with them especially because you know obviously we're going to be in di way different time zones it's a thing where like it kind of doesn't feel like work actually in a way when we talk with them of course it's like you know we go by you know we we work to make sure like we match the quality that they expect from us and go beyond as we can um but yeah like we talk to them you know I even met up with them like the, like our team like 
like with their team a few times in the past when I've been able to go to Japan and stuff and, you know, just meet up and just, you know, just talk and just be, <laughs> just be friends. Yeah, be friendly. Other than, you yeah. know, working relationships. Mm-hmm. We try to keep our uh, our friendliness like out there as, as a kind of like a, as a human, you know, like mm-hmm. we, we just don't want you for your assets. We just want to be your friends as well. Yeah. So we kind of present that in a way where we hang out with them, you know, every time they come to here or whatever, we host them out, show them some good stuff, some American, you know, vibes and stuff like that. And when we're in Japan, we go out to eat with them, have a nice dinner, eat some nice meat, some drinks, you know, stuff like that. So it's very, very casual other than, you know, the business side of it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds very wholesome, and I love that. <laughs> That's all you have to. Be, right? Yeah, we're we're an anime convention. You're not trying to have fun, like, bro. No, we're looking at you. We're looking at wife, <laughs> we're looking at you know cars yeah. and stuff like that. So it's like it's very playful, you know. Certainly. Anyway, sometimes certainly. it gets a little too serious. Right, 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 right. I, I noticed that that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from like the social media content as well. Like specifically like in the, the Twitter and the TikTok aspect, it's, it feels very homely and very um, inviting. Yeah, oh, thank uh, you. for sure. I mean, in the end, it's like the anime impulse, it's us, you know, of course, it's like a company. But in the end, it's so like with uh like with our team, you know, it's still run by, you know, run by Randy. youngsters. Yeah, you know? Gen Zers. And we're not Gen Z, but <laughs> yeah, we're too old for that. But anyway, <laughs> but you don't know feel like you don't want it to be too corporate where it's like, oh, this is blah, 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 blah. We're presenting blah, 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 blah. And it's just like a graphic made from like MS Paint. Like we, we try to make things more fun. We try to make things more relatable because we're, we're just like you guys. We watch anime. We, we watch VTubers. You know, we do the little dancey dances on TikTok, you know, stuff like that. So, we try to be as human as possible and have that aspect of a convention because you'd rather come out and have fun with us as like a, you know, as buddies than, you know, go somewhere else and be like, oh, they don't even know I'm here. Like, you know, I'm just a, a, another attendee. Yeah, like in the same way, like we're suffering in the pre-order websites like everyone else is, you know, <laughs> like we get salt over gotcha too, you know, like. Like it's literally like we are we are among you all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just like you guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing a lot of activity like that on the social media. Like whenever the Niji Sanji tickets came out, those tickets, all my friends. There, well, I mean, I a lot of my friends are love Niji Sanji. <laughs> I myself included. You guys, you know, release something like, all right, Ooh. these set of waves are coming to AI, LA, OC, and in the future, Seattle and uh, I believe Arizona. All my friends, they immediately go like, all right, you're buying five. You're buying five. You're also buying five. I know it's a lot, but you're also buying five. <laughs> They're just scrambling to get all these tickets. I was just mainly gonna, I wanted to really just say that you're kind of just basically replicating how companies looked at social media as before, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, a lot of corporations, McDonald's like, oh, come try this uh, new Big Mac. The McRib is back. And then the first people that did it was, uh, I believe it was Wendy's. Wendy's immediately came out swinging at everybody and started roasting every other yeah. company. And everyone was like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And then yeah. the company started following afterwards, which is a pretty good thing. You don't want to be the big corporation, be like, I'm stoic. I don't, I'm doing this. Exactly. Come to our convention. Want to be homies, want to make everybody comfortable. Would you like consider basically Anime Impulse being more of, would you consider it like a party convention? Like everybody just comes around, hangs out pretty much? Yeah, I would think so. We're more. I wouldn't say like if I were to tier it, 
as like fast food. We'd be like um, kind of like in the medium in the batch, like maybe like Shake Shack or like, you know, Chick-fil-A. You're not necessarily too fast foody. You're not like, oh, I'm not, I'm not eating those, you know, $10 garbage or whatever. But it's a little it's a little higher than that. You know what I mean? It's a little, it's a little mid tier. But in, in that sense, it's like we try to be a fun crowd. We're not trying to be, like you said, super corporate. We're not trying to be that aspect of a convention because sometimes it gets a little too overwhelming or a little too boring or whatever you don't know what's going on we try to immerse our crowd and uh, our attendees with an experience like how you said the niji sanji stuff that has not come to america yet so we're kind of like the first ones to try to do something like that that happens in asia and try to replicate it over here in, in our own way you know what i mean um we you know we try to have these panels of like you know the fire mom stuff in 2020 where you know not many conventions kind of do themed stuff like that other than you know maybe like uh sd comic-con with like their cartoons and western stuff or even ax doesn't do too many um of those themed panels so we try to recreate it or recreate it in our own way where it's like oh like 2020 we really liked fire emblem 2019 was a big fire emblem year with three houses let's try to you know gather as many of the voice actors as we can and permit to and you know have like a whole shebang with it fire emblem themed panel we have the voice actors there signing we have videos promoting it from like like 2019 of like interviews and stuff like that so it, it, it's way more interactive and it makes me makes us feel like we're connecting with our community because things that we like sometimes others don't like and maybe our community um, kind of has an interest in it or they don't know of it and they gather an interest from it from, you know, seeing what we're doing. So that kind of gives us a lot of comfort of trying, you know, cool things, new things, um, stuff that sometimes you've not, never seen before or even like experienced before. And that that's, that's what kind of keeps us going as like a, you know, like a medium-ish convention, you know, on the way up. So Sure, sure. Yeah, no, it kind of alludes to like one of our audience's questions. Shout out to Midnight Drive over here. A question for both of you. Like, what is the best thing you've learned from hosting in terms of audience reach? Learned from hosting? Yeah, I mean, like I've actually like hosted like a like especially with the Fire Emblem panels. I actually was the one to host those and stuff. And the thing with those is because like we were working with the talents before the convention, whether it was like, but through our video productions, cause we, you might've seen it like leading up to Anime Pulse 2020, um, we were collaborating a lot with a lot of the Fire Emblem voice actors because a lot of them are based here in LA. And it really first started when we did the sneaky eating video with them where we rented out a classroom and we just tried to replicate this one like Korean variety show game of like, you know, someone plays a professor and then everyone else is like trying to eat behind and stuff and just, you know, tied to the theme of three houses because it's a school game. And afterwards it was like, you know, we like working with them and, you know, we were at the time we were still focusing on like, you know, doing like video projects because we were growing our YouTube channel at the time. And it's like, Hey, do you guys want to come in for interviews and stuff? Because for me, and this kind of calls back to my uh, Bang Zoom internship is that I am someone who always tries to give voice actors, especially like I try to give them their flowers, you know, because it's so easy to just like, you know, see, you know, Keith Silverstein and just see him as like, oh, it's Zhang Li's voice actor. And I'm like, no, that's Keith Silverstein, the voice actor. 
of Zhongli, you know, like I try to put a name to the face. And that was what a lot of like our voice actor interviews were supposed to do. Like, hey, you like this game and you like the performance of these characters. You like how this um, this this voice actor brought this character to life. Let's learn more about them. You know, like Joe Zija, he was uh, he was in the Air Force, like, you know, Um, or it's like, oh, you like, how did you come all the way here from Arkansas? Like, what was your path to bring you from Arkansas to Burbank, California? You know, there's got to be a story there, you know, and or it's like, oh, you're really into opera. Like, wow, can you do a line? Can you do a run for us real quick or something? (laughs) More about them. And you just like, I think that helps you or humanize these voices more. Because again, it's so easy to just be like, Oh, this is just uh, like here's like, like a dub compilation of all these voice actors in Jujutsu Kaisen. It's like, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Let's learn more about them, about mm. the cast. You know, because uh, as I've seen it, compared to you know, let's be real, compared to how it is in Japan, there isn't a real like. I mean, when we were doing our video production at the time, there wasn't really like a focus on like English voice actor content. You know, because in Japan, you know, the seiyu there they get photo books they get uh, they'll have like every other month there's always like some kind of like a live stage where they get all the voice actors to recite you know certain lines from the from the anime and stuff they have merchandise they have radio shows all this and that and for me and for Randy too it was just like let's try to bring that to the talents here because they're you know just as interesting you know, I want to hear their stories and, you know, help them get their faces and voices out there, you know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I no, no, feel like a ramble everything. But yeah, so like when it came time to actually host a panel, it was just like fun. It was just, I think what was really nice to do that was like just seeing fans get to see the voice actors interact with each other in person. And I think it's like you kind of got the sense of like why some voice actors might have gotten cast as some characters you know or it's like oh it's so crazy how like you know this character is super outgoing but like the voice actor super like reserved and shy but like not like not in like a derogatory way but just like oh it's just like that contrast because it shows like how they can enter that space and you know go from being who they are into the character they're performing as and yeah I'd say for hosting it's just like I think it's just taking that energy from the crowd and just getting excited from it. Mm. You know, it's just like, or it's like, I just know how to read a crowd, you know? Right. Right. Like it's and, not, it's a two way street instead of just yeah. like one solely for entertainment. Yeah. Basically like you know, like I could have gone on stage and just been like, Oh, um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the fire emblem heroes, like the fire emblem three houses cast, you know, but I'm 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 digging deep into my mind palace right now of the memories from that day. But <laughs> I remembered like I was introducing the Blue Lions cast, and I was like, "All right, emos, let's get in formation and let's bring out, <laughs> let's bring out the Blue Lions yeah. class." Playing some MCR yeah. in the yeah. back. Yeah, Chris, yeah, have yeah, to yeah. get out here. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Black Parade, y'all. Let's yeah, go. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. No, that's great, honestly. Like, just to bring in that homely atmosphere and to really mm. g- put a face for the audience to see because the these talents aren't just people who do the voices. These are people who actually uh, 
who can perform and who can who are willing to connect as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. H- how about you, Randy? What what is your answer to what you've learned uh, from hosting in terms of audience reach, like strategy, all that jazz? Um. Um, in the aspects of hosting the event, um, learning how um, the experience goes as a kind of like an attendee's point of view is always um, first in our heads of like finding programming and stuff like that. Um, we always try a lot of different things, and that's what makes it more fun for us in terms of um, audience reach and stuff. We do a little, you know. Uh, the LGBTQ like drag shows or we have like a panel here and there or we have like um, you know YouTuber guests you know or big TikTok guests or stuff like that so we kind of look at how these people online would kind of do in person and stuff because events is kind of like a in-person thing where you you know you you connect with another person physically instead of digitally unless you're doing the VTuber stuff well Mm halfway physical but um, <laughs> that aspect is always the the most fun part for me trying to create an experience and a memory for someone and if i'm doing that correctly or if i'm you know uh finding ways to make that by you know trying something new like the vtuber stuff or even just like all the other stuff then that's what makes me happy as a host mm, got it yeah delivering the experience beyond beyond just being a ticket yeah 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 because sometimes when you go to conventions you can't do half the things that are there or like half the things you you kind of don't care about you know what i mean so having people immersed in like uh, an activity or like whatever or like you know idol girls dancing on stage or you know the vtuber stuff meeting your oshi or even uh participating in like cosplay meeting reads which is something we've kind of started doing this year more often um it's just more fun. Like you have people smiling and that's like the best part of any event. Right. Um, I don't care about if you guys like buy figures. I don't care if you guys buy our merch or anything like that. But when I see people come with their families and they say, Oh, this was such a good time. Like, and I want to come back next year. Can you guys do this next year again? And we'll like, we'll have that sentimental feeling of like, yes, we've kind of done our part. We've kind of made our mark in like someone's day or, you know, have their dream come true or even just like, you know, get stepped on by, you know, their wifey or something like that. You know, it's just something you speak from that... experience, I believe. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm going to go keep the fifth, but just that feeling makes it all worth it as a host of like this event. Got you. Yeah. It kind of bleeds into the next question over here sent to us from uh, Sherocast, one of the crew members. What is your personal favorite interaction or scene that happened in anime impulse for you guys <laughs> story time <laughs> there's been a lot but i think it was like my first time working the event as an intern um someone in the crowd was just having like a heat stroke almost and i was like bro i'm just an intern but I'm not going to tell everyone else and like be like, yo, like, yo, this person's kind of having a heat stroke or something because he was just having like, you know, some pers- personal medical stuff happening. And I'm like, all right, there's no time to like get other help from other people. I'm going to just go on this myself because this person really needs it. 
So I, I walked that person throughout the convention to find the EMT and stuff like that. And after that, uh, dropping him off and stuff, I see him like an hour later by the stage dancing to idol girls. And he sees me and he's like, thank you so much. I really appreciated you helping me. I'm like, you know, I'm just an intern, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> your <laughs> line. Because <laughs> usually we, we can't, you know, do stuff like that because it's liability and stuff. But just that moment of like, yo, I, I, I just can't let another human just like die here, like pass out or anything. I can't, I can't let an attendee that I don't know or like anyone have a problem here. Like I want them to have a good time. So like I had to, you know, do what I had to do, guide him and let him dance with the idol girls an hour later. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it had to be done. And that's that's a moment that stuck out to me because that's kind of like the first time an, an interaction of someone thanking me for like a service for like almost saving their life or potentially, you know, who knows? But it's just something like that, that uh, it go, it stays in the back of my head. Like yeah, if I, I see anything like that anywhere, I'm like, all right, I have to, you know, I yeah, have to I'm just something. Yeah, I'm just an intern. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a human, bro. I'm just an intern. Like, I'll do it, though. Like, I'm here for you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think yeah. it just is potentially. Like, you literally saved this man's life and yeah. got him dancing an hour Yeah, an hour later. That's... I'm like, oh, okay. Like, nice seeing you, bro. Yeah, And that's, yeah, that's yeah. the feeling I want to get for every event. Like, I just want to see people, you know, come from, like, their sad parts of, like, their regular day life or whatever and just have fun. Have fun mm -hmm. for the weekend. Just yeah. come out, eat some, you know, eat some noodles, mm -hmm. get some drinks that we make, some boba, you know, meet your yeah. voice actor friends or meet your friends in person that you haven't met online since, you know, pandemic stuff and just have a good time. And throughout that memory, it always shines with me to just have, you know, the thought of helping people have fun. Certainly. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. First, first you're a grad. You were a, an article writer, then you learned tools of the trade through YouTube University, and you saved a life. My God. Yeah, that was Anime before Impulse learning all that, but yes. Anime Impulse is certainly blessed yeah. to have you on there. <laughs> Your you. team, wow. I, I don't think I've ever said that to anyone on the team. Like, I, I, that was the first, I guess. Now it's on wax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's on Otaku Hourly. Otaku Hourly, wow. Please don't use it against me. <laughs> we did it. I don't think it. I don't think anyone's gonna ever use that against you. you <laughs> literally, they can't be like, "Oh, you took. You're not supposed to do that. You can't. You can't do that. You're an intern." Like, okay, but if I didn't, then I feel like you guys. Yeah, yeah. Black. Right. Exactly. So it's probably better. Well, you know, insurance stuff or events. You know, right, I, I, right. I like, can't. It's, it's like a be liable. Very double-edged sword. You do it, yeah. something bad happens, like, uh, but then if you don't do it, something bad still happens, like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's really tough situations, but definitely. I agree with you. As an intern. Like the, as an intern. As an yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, like, that's the good. most heartwarming stuff that makes you happy, that drives you to continue doing what you're doing, that gives mm -hmm. that passion, and then also inspiring more people to continue, like, following in your guys' footsteps. I don't even know if people, have you ever, like, had, like, just a small tangent. Any, has anybody ever come to you knowing that what you guys do, like, you know, I want to do what you guys do. What do you guys do? I want to learn. I want to learn. Yeah. Through, I want to see what you see. I want to learn what you think. And like, Definitely. Um, a lot of friends that just know that we run the convention because we're not out there like all the time for, you know, um, promos or anything. If It's like it. If you know, you know, if you know, Rachel, then, you know, like, oh, she's the director. Oh, you know me, I'm like, oh, you know, the stage and tech guy, whatever. But, you know, 99% of our attendees don't know who the, who the heck we are. 
and mm. that's what makes it good halfway but you know <laughs> our friends or the people who we, who we meet that become friends they do talk of us like that they're like oh you guys are killing it this is not like anything we've ever experienced <laughs>